from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, October 8th. I'm Marco Werman. Today, what the Nobel Peace Prize means for the Chinese dissident who got the award and for China. Also, former hostage Ingrid Betancourt describes her captivity in the Colombian jungle. Sometimes the guards would want us to be called by numbers, saying that we were the cargo or the merchandise. And later, if Belgium falls apart, what happens to Belgian products like beer? The Belgian brand, this is this goodwill that is in every single product here. First up, this news. BBC News with Nick Kelly. President Barack Obama has called on the Chinese authorities to release the Nobel Peace Prize winner Liu Xiaobo, who is currently serving an 11-year jail sentence for subversion. Mr Obama said the way Beijing had treated the dissident was a reminder of the country's continuing need for political reform. The Chinese government has responded angrily by summoning the Norwegian ambassador in Beijing to protest. Ian McKenzie reports. Barack Obama was speaking as both the United States president and a previous Peace Prize laureate. He received the award in 2009 for his efforts to bring peace to the Middle East. A statement from the White House praises Liu Xiaobo as a courageous spokesman for the advancement of human rights. And while the president goes on to acknowledge that economic progress has helped Beijing lift many citizens out of poverty, he said the case of Liu Xiaobo served as a reminder that political reforms had lagged far behind. The European Commission President José Manuel Barroso said the decision to award Mr Liu the prize was a strong message to all those around the world who are struggling for freedom and human rights. Tibet's exiled spiritual leader, the Dalai Lama, said the award was a recognition by the international community of the increasing voices in China pushing for political and constitutional reforms. The United States National Security Advisor James Jones is stepping down, the fifth senior official in the Obama administration to resign in a matter of weeks. He's to be replaced by his deputy, Tom Donnellan. Nick Charles reports. General Jones's departure has been rumoured for months, but his has been a bumpy time in the job. At first, he was thought to have been somewhat sidelined, out of step with and not very close to the president or his other advisers. But he also gave the president important political cover. As a former four-star US Marine general, he helped burnish the president's somewhat weak national security credentials. Whatever's behind this move, timing is everything. And this is just the latest in a series of administration departures at an edgy political moment for the president, with difficult midterm elections looming. China and Turkey have agreed on what they describe as a new strategic partnership during a visit by the Chinese Prime Minister Wen Jiaobao. The economies of both countries are among the fastest growing in the world and the partnership aims to boost trade. Here's our correspondent in Turkey, Jonathan Head. After battling with Europe over his currency, the Chinese Premier must have found his welcome here in Turkey something of a relief. There was no mention of the undervalued renminbi by his Turkish hosts, And although Turkey is concerned about the huge imbalance of their mutual trade in China's favour, it masks those concerns behind a bold declaration that they would boost that trade eightfold to $100 billion over the next 10 years. Just how realistic that is may be less important than the fact that both China and Turkey want to show the world that they enjoy a growing harmony of interests. You're listening to The World News from the BBC. 
The United States has expressed its deep disappointment at Guinea-Bissau's decision to reinstate an alleged drugs kingpin as the head of the Navy. The U.S. accuses Rear Admiral José Amrico Bubu Nachuto of playing a key role in international drugs trafficking. He's a close ally of General Antonio Njai, who led an army rebellion in April. The World Health Organization says there's been a six-fold increase in a deadly parasitic disease, visceral leishmaniasis, in South Sudan. It says more than 300 people have died in the past 12 months from the disease, which is often spread by sandfly bites. Anya Liktorovich has more. More than 6,000 people have been infected and over 300 have died in the last year in parts of southern Sudan. That's more than six times greater than in the same period in 2007. Visceral leishmaniasis is a deadly disease caused by the leishmania parasite that's transmitted via the bite of an infected...